Hello, and welcome to Grants Management Experts, a show that is all about managing grants. I'm Jasmine Markenday, owner and the president of Markenday Consulting. This is season one, episode one. Uh, thank you for joining us. In today's episode, we will discuss what do you need to do when you receive your first federal grant or Maybe this is your second federal grant or you have been receiving federal grants and we know the two CFR, the uniform guidance or the terms and conditions sometimes get updated, changed. And if you are new to this field or you have been doing this for a while, uh, we are just going to go over what is something that you really need to focus on as you get the grant. What are the requirements and uh, you know, mostly what do you need to do so you get to have a great audit. So let's get started with answering your questions and going through. So when you get a federal grant, you know, the first thing that happens is you get a notification saying, okay, you received this grant and you will definitely be receiving a notice of funding, which is also called NOFA or NOGA. It really depends the federal agency you're working with. Basically, it's the notice of grant award or notice of funded award. Any of those things are called, but it's basically is your terms and conditions and the for the award. So you know what you need to do and what is the budget program program dates, budget and the program dates, and what are the um, requirements you have to follow based on programmatic activities or financial activities, all of those things. So when you receive your first federal grant and or like, you know, the state grant, any of those, you will get a two or three page, sometimes it's more than 10 pages that terms and conditions. So what do you need to do when you have that? Well, the first thing is you really want to make sure you read that and get that signed within the time frame the federal agency has given you and make sure you get that sent back. But as you're doing that, you know, if it's the CFO or whoever is in charge of signing that, that individual needs to make sure like that gets a copy gets to your grants team. So they are able to review that and see what the compliance is, who needs to be involved, who needs to know everything, especially like when you're gonna be setting up the payroll, if it's cover salaries and fringe, and who's gonna be buying equipment, you know, all those budget items that are in the grant. So definitely wanna make sure like you get a copy of that to your grants team. And as you review the terms and condition, you know, we want to make sure you review and read each section very carefully. So the grant award, what it's going to list is on the first page is your grant number, the organization's name, who it's funded by, the project date. Uh, you know, if it's a multiple year grant, it will have all of those dates and then it'll also have like the yearly date and then the project title, who the key personnel is and what their effort is, whether it's 10%, 25, 50, you know, based on what your grant requires, it will mention that. And it will also have your budget date 
um, your main contacts within the federal agency, which is like your program officer, grants management specialist, and the contacts within your organization. So like your project director and the authorized official, everybody's emails, phone numbers will be listed there. The CFDA number, which is the Catalog of Federal Domestic Assistance, which will be a number, a five-digit number, like it would some, sometimes it's similar, like not similar, they all are different because the reason is that's how if you are being single audited, that number can tell them what compliance uh, the auditors needs to test you on. And it will have the budget, including your federal budget, which is approved, whatever the amount that is like, you know, 100,000 to if you were to grant for 500,000, that will show that. And then also if there was a cost share or like a match, you know, things like that, it will say non-federal budget as well. And the compliance requirement, it will say to CFR, and then it will add other additional like terms and conditions. Sometimes like the HRSA grant, it will say to CFR plus the HRSA requirements. And then the reporting requirements, when are you to submit a report, whether it's semi-annually, quarterly, or yearly, mostly annual reports. Uh, but like there are some agencies that will require you more than that. And then if there's additional terms and conditions based on the agency, that will be listed there as well. And if you had an indirect cost, whether it was 10%, the de minimis rate based on the modified direct cost, or if you've had a negotiated rate, which is higher than the 10%. So it will confirm like what rate you can apply or some grants don't even allow you to have an indirect cost rate and they're capped. So whatever that might be, that will show you. And that's something you would want to communicate with in your accounting finance team. Let them know like, okay, this grant, you know, when you're ready to set it up in your accounting uh, system, like let them know this will require a indirect cost rate, you know, so when you're doing the drawdowns, make sure you're adding those as well. And those are going in your GL account and being moved, whatever, based on the policies and procedures of your organization. And then some of the NOFAs or like the notice of grant awards will have instructions if you are a first time grantee. So it might look like it will include how do you sign up for the payment management system so you can draw down payments. They might require like your banking information, um, things like that. So you want to check and follow all of that, review that and send that back in a timely manner. If there's something you need help on, those key contacts that we talked about, the main contacts, like your program officer, reach out to them, you know, ask them questions that you need help with anything. Um, I think the best thing is just having that open communication and letting them know. And even if you just receive that or grant award, just sometimes saying an email back, like received, thank you. We will review, let you know, if you have any questions, if we have any questions, things like that, it will just help you be more communication with them. And uh, the other thing would be the performance and reporting requirements. Um, I know with federal grants, there are the written part and then also that um, financial piece that happens. So the requirements for that, you'll see if you need to be single audited, you know, that's based on if you spend 
$750,000 within your fiscal year in all federal grants. It won't need to be just this particular, but if you have multiple funding sources from the federal grant, um, then that would, you would need to know, like that will tell you if you need to be single audited. And some of the grants, like if you have an item or a budget line item for contractual and you have subrecipients and they will be receiving more than the $30,000 within a year, you will need to do the FFATA, which is that Federal Funding Accountability Transparency Act. So you would need to make sure like you get that set up within your financial system um, to ensure like who will be requesting those reports if a client or a subrecipient hits that dollar amount and then creating those reports within that financial, the FAFATA portal. So those are one of the few things you would need to, or not one actually, some of the few things you would need to do if you receive your federal grant from an organization, whether it's Department of Education, you know, NSF, any of those federal agencies, and they kind of require, I mean, do the same thing. You will receive a notice of grant, and then it will have all these important things that I have mentioned. So making sure reviewing that and um, getting that signed and sent back in a timely manner. And then the best practices, I would kind of say, would be to make sure you talk to your grants team and having that figured out, like who is your grants team? So, you know, person who receives the notice of grant award and then maybe the grant writer who wrote the grant and then the grants manager or grants accountant, the finance team. Sometimes, you know, depending on your organization structure, you will probably need to get involved within the HR or payroll team or your finance, the accounting team, because you know, with smaller organizations, we don't have the ability to have everybody in the same room. They might be in different offices, different buildings. But, you know, when it's a grant, it requires all those pieces to be together. So we want to make sure like you probably need to do some sort of a kickoff meeting and making sure everybody's on the same page where you go over like the roles and responsibilities and, um, I will go ahead and share a template which will help you do the kickoff meeting and then it can help you to understand, okay, what are the roles and responsibilities of each of those parts? So those are the things that you would want to do when you receive a federal grant. And then some of the requirements I would say is making sure you have a conflict of interest policy, making sure you have like a policy and procedure on the drawdown of funds and like the cash management. How do you draw down funds? Like what is the procedure for like you, this is your first federal grant. How do we know it's time for you to get the funding? And the federal government mostly appreciates the reimbursement method or not appreciate. They'll tell you if you can do reimbursement method or you can do advance whatever your grant requires, make sure you have a policy which tells you, look, okay, now we run a report, we have spent this much money on this particular grant. We need to, we have spent our money now, how do we get ourselves reimbursed? And 
you can draw down money daily. You can do it weekly. You can do it bi-weekly. You can do it monthly. So I always say monthly, but that again, depends on the organization. I work with many nonprofits and it's hard for them to do that work every day and, you know, weekly the expenses and then the reconciliation process. So I, always tell them to do that monthly but that really again depends on where you are within your organization and when you need the funding so when you do that monthly so okay what the way what the drawdown procedure will work is you would need to have somebody give you a report that tells you this is how much we have spent and this is how much we need to draw down and then the project director can look at it and say okay this is my backup to draw down the funds and i can go on to the G5 or the payment management system or that ASAP, you know, whatever system you have, you will go in on and get that money drawdown. And then once that happens, like, how does that go into accounting? So, you know, the person who's going to be booking that in your GL, you want to make sure they are informed and you give them the backup as well that you used and it gets uploaded in your accounting system. So that's kind of like, you know, making sure the procedures you have for a drawdown and the cash management process and the time and effort reporting. And then we will do another podcast on that in the next uh, few weeks. So stay tuned for that. And um, for the audit, I mean, you know, what, what do you not, what do you do to have a good audit? Well, you want to make sure you got good internal processes. I think that's what it comes down to. No or no organization is the same. What procedures and policies you have may not work with the other and like being consistent with your grant funds and your organization fund. You can't just say, okay, these are the grant funds, like we get to do whatever we want. No, you know, you still want to make sure that's still federal government's money. And if you are not doing with your own non-grant funds, you want to do the same thing with the grant funds, because that's what we have that fiduciary duty towards, you know, our country, the grant funds, the grant program, all of that. So it looks good on your audit um, and your it strengthens your internal programs and processes. So want to make sure we stay consistent with that. So in our next episode, we will discuss, uh, like I said, the time and effort reporting. If you have any questions, comments, please email us at hello, H-E-L-L-O, at Markanday, M-A-R-K-A-N-D-A-Y, dot consulting. Thank you for your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye.